0: Since we are doing season three, what am I getting an episode? (laughs) What is the pay for episode on season three? Because season three is a big deal. I mean, everybody loves Raymond. Ray Romano packed it in on season three. That's when you renew your contract. I can't work in these conditions.
1: Welcome to Talking Truth the podcast that brings together conservative pastor Brian Clark and famous comedian Dan Whitney, AKA Larry the Cable Guy.
0: You know, how are you gonna dance if you can't hear any music? they will shut up.
2: (laughs) They'll be talking truth about the Bible and life. Now let's join
1: Brian for today's look at God's Word, followed by conversation and a little fun with Brian, Dan, and today's guest, Pastor Nat Crawford now here's brian welcome to season three of talking truth we're back in genesis this time we're covering chapters 12 through 25 in a series i call ignite your faith and today my prayer for you would be well captured in this country western song by leanne womack if you get the chance to sit it out or dance i hope you dance the life god wants for you is well beyond the ordinary He wants you to break free from the boredom of the everyday routine and experience a life of adventure and discovery. He invites you to dance. But here's the deal. To live that way requires that we believe God tells the truth. There is no way to experience that life without faith. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm not suggesting that you have a choice between a life of faith or a life that requires no faith. Nobody gets that option. All paths in life require faith. It's just a matter of faith in who or what. Are you going to trust God or others or yourself? For example, to believe the universe self-created is a faith statement. Science can't prove that. Or to believe you can be your own God. Faith to believe you can make yourself significant or meet your own needs But for those of you that have made that choice, I just want to ask an honest question. How's that working out for you? Dan, Nat, and I believe there is a creator God, and we believe the life we all long for is ultimately found on his path. Can I prove that to you? Not really. I believe that by faith, but it seems to me that's a much more reasonable faith than believing I can be my own God. In this season of Genesis, we're going to examine the life of Abraham. Abraham is one of the real Old Testament heroes. God invites Abraham to a grand adventure, but it will require that Abraham believe God in incredible ways. He will have to step out by faith. Abraham lived in the Ur of the Chaldeans. By ancient standards, it would have been a very modern progressive city. It is highly likely Abraham and his family worship the moon god based on his father's name. In some way, God comes to Abraham and invites him to leave behind all that he's known, to inherit a land flowing with milk and honey, a land that God will give him. God promises to make him into a great nation and to bless all the nations of the world through him. To be clear, that requires a lot of descendants. So on a side note, Abraham was 75 years old and his wife, Sarah, was barren. Talk about faith. What God was promising would require a miracle. In season one, we learned that God promised a Savior that would come through the seed of a woman. God was telling Abraham that seed would flow through him. That's how the nations of the world would be blessed. Of course, ultimately, that seed would be Jesus. Abraham must have had dozens of questions and concerns, but by faith, he believed that God tells the truth, and he left home with his wife, Sarah, for a land they knew nothing about. Imagine Abraham's conversation with Sarah. Well, honey, we're leaving all this for a new land. Well, where is that land? Well, I don't really know. How far is this land? I don't know that either. How are we going to get there? I'm not really sure. Just trust me, honey. Both Abraham and Sarah must have had amazing faith. This was the beginning of a life that would land Abraham and Sarah a spot in the New Testament Faith Hall of Fame. So they left Ur for the land God promised. We aren't told much about the long, difficult, 400-mile journey other than God got them safely there. Possessing the land would not be easy. There would be many challenges, but God promised to be faithful and Abraham would have to learn to trust him. All went well until there was a famine in the land. Rather than trusting God, Abraham panicked and took Sarah and fled down to Egypt. Once he got there, he feared that Pharaoh would see that Sarah was beautiful and kill him to take Sarah from him. So he told Sarah to lie and say, "'She is my sister,' rather than his wife. These are actually the first words recorded out of the mouth of Abraham. They're not words of great faith, they're words of doubt. He fears God won't be there for him, so he lies about Sarah. So Pharaoh does take Sarah, thinking she is Abraham's sister. And now Abraham has a real mess on his hands. Imagine everything God promised Abraham regarding descendants and becoming a great nation. It's all in jeopardy because Abraham became fearful and lied about Sarah. What happened to our great man of faith? What happened to Abraham is what happens to all of us. Abraham's fear became greater than his faith. When that happens, it usually spells trouble. Does that sound familiar? Sorry to say I've been guilty of the same thing many times. When our fear becomes greater than our faith, We try to take over, which usually means we just make a big mess. Thankfully, God is greater than our fears and our messes. God was faithful and rescued Sarah and gave her back to Abraham. Then he used Pharaoh to rebuke Abraham for failing to trust his God. God delivered Abraham and Sarah safely back to the promised land, where they will remain until they die. Lesson learned, at least for now. God calls his people to live by faith. So as we begin our study of Abraham, it might be good to ask yourself, what big step of faith is God asking you to take? What would it look like for you to believe that God tells the truth? Are you going to trust God or yourself? It's up to you. You can sit it out or dance, but I hope you dance. Let's bring in Dan and Nat to talk about this. Guys, I'm really excited to be back in Genesis again for this season. So here's my opening question to you. Do you have your dancing shoes on?
0: Um, Well, here's my question to you. What is, since we are doing season three, What am I getting an episode? (laughs) What is the pay for episode on season three? Because season three is a big deal. I mean, season three. I mean, everybody loves Raymond. Ray Romano packed it in. On season three, that's when you renew your contract.
2: I think the answer is not enough, but the check's in the mail. So I just, you know, let's just let's just keep rolling with it and let's see what happens, all right?
1: <laughs> check- I think you guys are avoiding my question.
2: <laughs> uh, what was the question? I, I totally Do lost you it. Do
1: you have your oh, dancing shoes on?
2: I've always got my dancing shoes on, just not the taps today.
1: How about some big steps of
0: faith? Oh, man the dancing shoes sometimes are hard to put on sometimes uh, you try to get them on and uh it's tough look the thing that is very encouraging is you go through your life and you try to do the best that you can and you screw up and you go and then you look at the heroes of the bible and you go there's no way there's no way like paul and you know he's in he's in prison and he's writing these things and he's got hope and he's you're like i'm never going to be A Paul, I'm never going to be an Abraham. I'm never going to. But then, when you actually read this, Abraham, Abraham was just like me. He was just like everybody. He had no faith, and he was a screw up. He kind of wanted to do this, but he started out like, "Yeah, I'm doing it." And then he's like, "I don't know if I should do this. I don't, you know." So then, when you actually read the Bible and you actually understand these people, you're just like they are. I mean, you're literally just like they are, and so uh, I think that Abraham was like that. Hey, I'm getting on my dancing shoes, and I'm going dancing. And then once he got out there, he was like, yeah, "I think I'm going to sit this one out." I, you know, that's kind of like how I. That's how a lot of people are. Mm. You, you think that you're never going to be able to be like these heroes of the Bible. They were so great, and then when you realize they were just total normal human beings like you and me, and they started to dance, and they didn't. And then they got to get prodded, and then they got punished, just like us. So when you look at them, sure, they're heroes in the Bible, but they're only heroes in the Bible because they went through all the same things that we go through, all the doubt and all the fear and all the anxieties, but after it was all said and done, they completed the dance. And I think that's what's encouraging for me and others is we all have those same things they had but i think the main step is putting on the dancing shoes and stepping on the dance floor if you don't step on the dance floor you're never gonna dance anyway so i think just a little bit of faith to like go you know i'm gonna give it a shot and just to step once you're on the dance floor and you get a taste of the music Hmm. and then you go you know what I, I think I can do this. Mm-hmm. You're going to struggle in your head, but you're going to do it. And I think just as a normal guy thinking about my own things and things that I'm scared to do or not step out, I think just the fact that you put on the shoes and you're willing to do it, I think that's a good start, right? Don't you think?
1: Yeah, I heard, I heard someone once say, where there is no risk, there is no faith. Mm. And I think there's just no way to make it easy. Mm. And it is, I mean, I admire Abraham and Sarah for leaving all the comforts of home Hmm. to go somewhere they didn't know anything about. So just like what you said, Dan, it's like, this is amazing. But then he turns right around and seems to doubt God and has so much fear and puts his wife in jeopardy. You do see yourself. It's like, okay, that's me. These weren't perfect people. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I think that when people think of the Bible and they read about these guys, Abraham and Daniel, and they think, well, it's just what I said. Well, I'm never going to be anything like that. But you don't have to be somebody like that. You can just be you. God made you you. He made you with your own personality. He made you with your own identity. You may not have been created to be this, like, gigantic revivalist pastor. You might have just been created to be you, and at some point in life, you're going to come across somebody that asks you, man, you know what? You seem to have it all together. You seem to have peace. You seem to have, why is that? And then you can tell them why. And then that person God may have equipped with this amazing ability. You know, I mean, do you agree with that? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think we're all uniquely made on purpose for a purpose.
0: I mean, you don't think that does God create everybody with the ability to be an Abraham or a Daniel or, a, or does he create? I mean, because we're all different personalities and different.
1: Yeah, certainly we're all different. Different abilities, different times, different callings. I think it does come down to what's what's God asking you to do and what would it look like for you to take a step of faith and to trust him.
0: Right. So it's mm-hmm. like God looks at you and he knows pretty much, look, I know what I've equipped this person with. I'm not asking them to do much. I'm just asking them to do this. Yeah.
2: Well, I think so often we, we get so focused on the long term, which – Granted, we need to have a long-term perspective, but so often God's asking us just to do the next thing. You know, I think a lot of us, it's easy to take maybe that first step, you know, but it's that second step, that third step of faith, that fourth step of faith. And as you were talking through that passage and thinking about what Abraham and Sarah went through, just that willingness to follow God without knowing exactly where he was going, it was one little step after another, and, and I think if we can approach our faith in those terms, it becomes much more manageable. But you just alluded as well to the story of Abraham. It wasn't a perfect story. He did mess up along the way. This man here like, that guy has got it. He's going, he's going blind, he's going to follow God wherever. And then he trips up. Now, if God was like us, he'd be like, you're done. You screwed up, you fired, you know, totally Donald Trump, you fired. That's not what happens. God picks him back up, allows there to be restoration, and he gets moving again. And I, Well,
0: and that's what I'm saying. I think this is a great story for people that are struggling, that want to make and step out and take that faith walk and go, you know, God, I believe, I'm i thinking he wants me here. I think that's a great story for anybody that loves Jesus And wants to do good, but they're struggling and they fall down. I think it's good for people to see Abraham because he fell down. God tells us, you're going to fall down and you're going to get up. I think it's good for people to know because there's a lot of people, especially now in the day and age that we're in now, they're having a hard time. They're struggling. I know some people that question, man, am I really saved? Because Satan lies to you and says, well, how can you? You just did that. God told you to do that and you didn't do it. Maybe you're not even saved. I mean, you if God tells you to do something, you can't even do it. And then... They question he even, you know, was lying because he didn't want to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's a good statement for people that are struggling or people that are that are having problems to understand that even the biblical heroes fell and got up and fell and got up and fell and got up, and they stayed faithful, though. God told them, You're gonna, I'm going to forgive you, but just get back up. And I think the whole point of that is, you have to stay close. You have to be in communication with God. You can't You can't go out on a faith walk and not have the tools to go out on the faith walks. In other words, you can't just go to church on Sunday and go, okay, I'm good. What's God want me to do? And then never, ever visit him the rest of the week and expect to go, uh, you know, how are you going to dance if you can't hear any music? You know, (laughs) God's the music. If you don't listen to his music every day, how are you going to take the faith walk and dance? Mm. So you can turn on the music every day. Always stay connected every day. Do something every day. Let God talk to you and have his beat in your head. And you're going to stumble, but you're going to get back up. But I think that's the thing. you got to stay connected. Abraham was connected. Abraham was very faithful. He was connected. But he still had trouble with his faith walk. And that's a good message, I think, for people struggling in their faith walk. Even the big guys had the same problems that you had. Okay, I'll shut up.
1: (laughs) I I think one of the things that made me think of, Dan, is— it is a reminder that to dance you have to learn. Hmm. So it's like anything else, you practice, you learn, you get better at it. Hmm. You know, you that's one of the things you'll see with Abraham is it's a progression hmm.
2: right. where
1: God keeps leading him step by step and sometimes he's better at it and sometimes he's he struggles, but Absolute. but that's the that's the well, process that's like the... we're all in.
0: Well, that yeah, and that's like people who go, oh, "I got saved, I didn't feel anything," and I. But it's like what you said—you got to learn how to dance. You have to read the sheet music. You have to hear the music, you know. And it's a progression. You get better and better and better, and you take two steps forward, one step back, four steps forward, couple. Steps. I mean, it's a progression. Yeah. you got to practice. You got to, you, you know, you're not going to be Fred Astaire, <laughs> you know, the next day after you say, "I want to, I want to dance." You have to practice. You have to work at it.
1: Thanks for listening to Talkin' Truth. Brian and Dan will be back soon with more episodes, so be sure to subscribe. Today's and Truth is powered by GoTandem, the free spiritual fitness app. Download GoTandem today and get spiritually fit.